There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free so long farewell to what you This is Shattered Souls. I'm your host, Karen Smith. This is a special bonus episode. This is the new real. Hopefully you've listened to episodes one and two at this point. And I got a message from my friend Sabrina Gouch. She was the victim's advocate on this case and spent a lot of time with Stacy's family in the aftermath. And she sat with them in the courtroom for the trial. I asked Sabrina if she thought that Stacy's mother would be willing to speak with me and offer some more candid details about Stacy and her life. Well, she was. And I had the privilege of speaking with her. And this is our interview. I'm Susan Addison, and I'm Stacy Replogle's mother. Wow, it's been over 15 years. It's really good to talk to you. What can you tell us about Stacy? She was a complicated person. She was an incredible child, an incredible baby. She did everything early. Very loving, very, very sweet child. The dream child, the one you have no problems with. It wasn't until her father turned his back on her when his new wife was pregnant that she started having problems. And that was about nine years old. From there, it just kind of spiraled. I remarried. I had a ch- I had another child. She was very doting on her brother, but she had a lot of demons. She never felt she was good enough to be loved, and she acted out quite a bit. She had a very rough teenage years and young adulthood with alcohol and drugs, but she was trying to turn herself around. She she dropped out of high school. The following year or, or two years later, she went back and got her GED and she made it made a 98% on her test. I mean, she's very smart, but she also was very naive in the respect that there was no such thing as a stranger. She believed what she wanted to believe. She figured she could handle anything, get out of anything, deal with anything. She was a fighter. Very strong will, very, very strong will. Very passionate about animals and things that she loves. In my household, there, I, there, I, I have allowed my kids to have whatever they wanted, pretty much. So I've dealt with bearded dragons, tarantulas, snakes. Oh my! Boa constrictors, hamsters, mice, birds, ferrets, cats, dogs—you name it. I've had. Every kind of critter you can imagine. And those were some of those were hers. 
Oh yeah. Wow. So she oh, yeah. really, she really did have an affinity for for animals, which is, um, mm-hmm. you know, that speaks a lot to her heart. I guess the word, I don't know if the word is affinity, but her identify animal was a turtle, a sea turtle. Well, if you think about it, a sea turtle, it has a very soft inside and a very hard outer shell. And it has those soft, doughy eyes and a smile. And they're very gentle creatures. That's what she identified with. And that's kind of what she was like. I mean, she had a tough exterior, but inside she was very sensitive and very soft. Her disappointment in her father, her lack of self-esteem, and some things that she experienced tormented her horribly. And she just buried them in alcohol. You know, there's all different kinds of people that drink to excess. And she didn't start drinking until she was 21. And she went straight into it. When Stacy was, you know, hanging out with Benito, do you have any background on how they met or anything like that? Yeah, a little bit. Because she had started using drugs again, she was living with me temporarily, and I made her leave. I was not going to be party to any of that. And she moved in with a guy she met. Benito lived in the next building over, and, and they were like quadruplex, and he lived in the next unit over. They struck up a friendship. He would give her rides. They'd go to the flea market. She'd talk to him about different things, not one of her more notable experiences. Go play pool, drink beers, him pick up the tab, him buy her something. And I cautioned her. And I told her, you're setting yourself up. No, 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 no. He's just a friend. No, 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 no. No, he's not. He wants. No, 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 no. And she didn't want to believe it. Some people who have intelligence or they're smart, but they don't have that other smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess it's just reading other people, maybe. Yeah. She trusted everybody. Nah, nothing's going to happen. No. And, and didn't believe, I mean, if, if she had her mindset something was one way, if she thought the sky was blue and it was gray, there was no convincing her. You know, you couldn't tell her that this person has an ulterior motive. This person is not a good person. No, I'm telling you this person is not a good person. No, I've got it handled. No, you don't. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. There's plenty to celebrate in March and
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. She really was looking for affection, I guess, in the, just the wrong places. Yeah. Right after Christmas in um, December of 04, I was at a birthday party for a friend of mine and mine, and we were celebrating our birthday, and that was the weekend of January 3rd. And she called me, and she said, I'm done. I'm, 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 I'm going to quit. I'm going to get my job back at the restaurant. I'm going to go back to school. What did she want to study? What was her interest? She had this thing about animals. She had talked about veterinarian school. She had an interest in criminology. I think she was just trying to figure it out. Deep down, past all of that superficial stuff and things that were out of her control, it sounds like she was really, really trying hard to turn it around and she wanted to make a new start. She did. She did. She was really trying and she just didn't get the chance. She had a big heart. She was that child that broke all the rules when she was an infant, came home from the hospital weighing nine pounds, four ounces, 22 inches long, feeding every four hours, not every two. In t- within two months, it was every six hours. She had the best personality. She walked around a year. It didn't take her long to put sentences together. She was very smart, very, very smart. She probably got the trusting thing from me because I'm too trusting. <laughs> and her dad would get her every couple of weeks or every every month until he was married and had she was expecting a child and basically said she couldn't come back to visit. He was a very unkind person. Basically, you're on your own, kiddo. So it wasn't so much tough love as just see you later. Didn't care. And his attitude with her, she well, she can go be a hippie and live in the woods. He actually said that? That she could just go be a hippie yeah. and live in the woods? Yeah. When I got additional child support, he wrote a letter to her telling her he'd no longer send her Christmas and birthday presents because I was getting a tremendous amount of child support and I could pay for them now. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. For you, for her, for your whole family. Yeah, it was it was tough. I just, I, I can't fathom how he could sit there and say that she did it to him. Yeah, what went through your mind when he testified at trial? Can you talk about that? That it was a joke. He, he, he spoke English well enough to communicate with her. She, she knew absolutely no Spanish. So for him to have to have the interpreter, that was all a sham, in my opinion. He knew. He'd been in this country long enough. He knew. I, I don't buy that he couldn't understand anything. And to say that she carried a knife and she cut him is ludicrous because that's not who she, that's not the kind of person she was. She, she would have fought with him if he was attacking her or she would have been trying to get away. I know that. And I know that she was attempting to call 911. He killed her because of that. He didn't want to get caught. And she was hurt from hitting the windshield. I don't believe she got out of the car willingly. I, I believe he grabbed, he, he, he pulled her out. 
I have relived her experience a thousand times. And I believe that after the car accident, the truck accident, he got her out and there in that, not the intersection, but off to the side, he got her off to the side and she tried to call, they were arguing. And I believe she tried to call 911 whether or not, you know, they started arguing or fussing or fighting or what. But I know she started started running and she couldn't run well, real well because of her leg from having had the car accident. See, I didn't still know have that. a little issue. Yeah, that that actually switches a lot of my um, not just my reconstruction of the case, but my my thoughts about it, that she could not run very, very well mm-hmm. if her hip had been fractured. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, her pelvic was fractured in three places. And her leg was broken in a spiral from the ankle up to the knee. So she never really regained her strength really well in that leg. Even though she bartended and waitressed and it it was still, she kind of run funny. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it was was Um, quite painful. No, just not balanced. Going back and thinking about it and reliving it, she ran. Therefore, that's why the cuts are on her back. And she must have fallen. I mean, ran into that berm and fell down, and he chased her down there. Because at the foot of the berm at the tree, that's where she died. Yes, I went there. You went to the scene? That weekend, yes. Detective Sullivan actually met us there. I planted plants there. I had a memorial there. I put a Christmas tree there that year. I had a stone turtle and a stone cross there, and somebody stole the cross. And a few years later, that land got sold, and that area got bulldozed before I knew it. I put a cross up as close to where I could remember uh, at the sidewalk where that was. I think I ended up being a little bit further down. It was hard to remember exactly where it was. Somebody, don't know who or how many people, but in the beginning, there were rosaries hung on that cross. And there must be 15, 20 rosaries hanging on that cross. You have no idea who put them there? No. There's a new, new construction building there. There's an apartment complex. And when they were working on the area, I went down and I asked them, told them about the cross. And I asked them, I said, if y'all are going to get rid of it, let me know. Because the construction site put the fence around the cross instead of removing it. When they put up the landscape fencing, that whole area is landscaped, so there are plants around it. They left my cross. I went not long ago and got her name on on the cross and cleaned up around the area. And I go, you know, from time to time and put flowers. Not having a grave site, we, I didn't bury her. She was cremated. And on her birthday that following that year, we all, my family, went to Cumberland Island and had a picnic, and we spread her ashes in the ocean. We took a ferry over to Cumberland Island, and we all went to the uh, to the beach after we had our picnic and spread her ashes, said a prayer together. And my brother had and his wife had brought a box of rose petals, and so we spread the rose petals along with the ashes. She looks over, watches over Ashley, her her daughter and my son, Chris. I know she watches over them. I know she watches over everyone. 
I just wish I could see her or talk to her. Well, if there's one thought that you could leave everyone about Stacy, what would it be? She had so much potential, and she just didn't have the chance. But then, on the other hand, I think God saw her as such a hurting soul that he took her home. And that's how I have to look at it. Does that help you cope with it? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I know she's not hurting anymore. She's not in pain. And her soul is is, is healed. Susan, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Do you have any parting thoughts for everyone? Give your loved ones a hug. Tell them you love them. You never know. It's been 15 and a half years since Stacy left this earth. And this was the first time I got to speak with Susan. I didn't get to speak with her at trial or in the intervening years, and I regret that. If Susan's strength is any indication of Stacy's inner strength, well, I can just imagine what she could have become. So here's my request to you. When you see a sea turtle anywhere, photographs, in the ocean, in a video, think of Stacy and remember her name. Thanks for listening. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.